Hey, and welcome to episode number two of the Rattling Bones Club podcast. I'm currently out on tour with a Korean rock band called The Rose, looking after front of house and production management stuff for those guys. And just got to a hotel here in Utrecht in the Netherlands. We have a show tomorrow night, and I thought, wow, I've got a full day off in a hotel. Try and get an episode of this podcast recorded for you guys. So here we go. And it kind of fits in with this episode's question a little bit. So yeah, episode number two, let's go. So episode two of the Rattling Bones Club podcast, and this question comes from Baisa Samu. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that username correctly. But they asked how to get into touring. And it's going to be another one of those weird answers where I can't really give like a definite thing of how to get into touring because, you know, there's no uh, application form that you can fill out and that's how you get a job in touring. There's no job that you get and you get promotion and that's how you get there. Uh, it's, it's all different. And like everyone in the touring industry that I ask have probably got a different way of how they got into touring. So maybe this question actually is a good one to bring some touring people onto the podcast in the future as a guest. Maybe ask them this same question and see what their answer is compared to mine. But yeah, for now, I'm going to try and answer this question in two parts. So I'm going to try and explain kind of how touring works for me at the moment, how I get like new clients and new people to go and tour with. Uh, and then maybe I'll try and explain how like how I got onto my first tour and how like that network branch went around and gets me to where I am today. Uh, and I'll, all that links in. But yeah, so touring for me, probably going to say is 100% about networking and yeah, friends and colleagues that trust me enough to recommend me to do jobs. Uh and that's how it works, I'm afraid. It's just who you know and who trusts you to do the job. So for me at the moment, like obviously I have my recurring bands that I've toured with a few times and they just come direct to me if they want me to tour with them. But getting new clients is slightly different. Uh, and one of the more common ways that I get like new tours and new bands to tour with is I'll get recommended by, let's say, for example, I've done a tour before where I'm like the support engineer and I get on really well with the main engineer of the headline band. And then maybe that engineer in a few months time, you know, he's toured with me now knows me really well. He, he trusts me enough to know that I can do a good job and knows what kind of person I am to hang out with. Maybe he gets two job offers at the same time. So two tours that clash, he can only do one of them. Uh, so rather than let the other band down and just say, no, sorry, I can't do it. He, he instead might go, no, I can't do this job, but I recommend this person to do the job instead of me. Uh, like someone that I trust and someone that I know will be a good good fit with the band. So here's James. And then insert me. I get an email saying, are you available for these dates? And potentially then I might get on this job because this other person recommended me and that band trusts that other person's judgment. And that's how it works quite a lot of the time for me is basically other sound engineers messaging me saying, are you available for these dates? I'll recommend you to this band because I can't do it. And yeah, that's like how a lot of my new clients come and how I get on those tours. Uh, and it might not even be other sound engineers. It could be like a guitar tech that I've toured with before. Maybe they've just gone into a tour and that tour doesn't have a sound engineer booked in. They might recommend me being like, oh, I've toured with this guy before. Uh, I'll see if he's available. And then, you know, get, put in touch with the, the tour manager or the management and then I can jump on that tour potentially. But if I come recommended from someone that that band trust, they're more likely to take me on the tour because 
there's that connection there that they know we trust this guitar tech and they trust this person, so they must be a good fit. And that's how it works for a lot of my tours. Uh, yeah, could be guitar tech, could be another sound engineer, could be a tour manager that I've toured with and they've started doing another tour and they put me forward to be sound engineer for it. Lots of different different crew members that would recommend me. And yeah, obviously for years of being in the industry and meeting lots of people, uh, every tour I do, like I'm meeting all the other crew members of the other bands or the crew members of the bands I'm working for. So my network is built over the years and I've got all these potential people in the industry that might recommend me for a job because they've seen how I work and they trust that I do a good job for the bands that they're looking for. Uh, so for example, this tour that I'm on now with the Rose, they're a Korean rock band and like my path would probably never cross with this band ever. Uh, and it just so happened to be that the merch guy of a headline band when I was the engineer was support band, we did a bunch of shows together over over the year so I got on with the headline band's crew really well and just so happened that he on a different tour he'd done like a k-pop tour before selling merch and he was friends with one of the one of the tms from that and he'd seen that she'd posted online saying looking for a front house engineer any recommendations he'd seen this he screenshotted it and sent it to me saying like are you available for these dates replied back saying like oh yeah I'm free for this uh let me know any more details so then he recommended me to the tour manager and, you know, she basically just gave me the job straight away. She asked for a CV. I sent it over. And she was just like, yeah, if if this guy recommends you, uh, we'll definitely have you on board. If they trust you, then we trust you. So, yeah, jumped on that tour a few years ago. And then a few years later, I'm still here. So, yeah, that's kind of how it worked with that one. And how I got this one was through someone that I'd not even worked the same band with. It was, we were just on the same tour. I was with a sport band. He was with the headline band. And he still recommended me for this job. So, yeah, shout out. But, yeah, that's kind of like how it works for me at the moment. But you've got to start somewhere and build up these network connections of people that trust you. And it's really hard when you're first starting out. Like, it's took me years to get to this point. So, like, my first tour was 2014, I believe. Uh, so, basically, how I started building my network was... I came straight out of uni and got a job in a few different venues around Sheffield in the UK, doing front house, in-house for the venues. And I did this for a few years. Uh, and then there was one summer where a guy came in to cover some monitor engineering shifts. And I met him, got talking to him. Turns out he was a touring engineer for Bring Me The Horizon. And he just opened his own recording studio in Sheffield. And at this time... I was in a band from university with some of my mates and we were looking to go into a studio to record our EP. So ended up booking in with this guy at his studio. And yeah, at this point I still wanted to be a studio engineer more than a live engineer. Like I went to university to study recording and music production. So I wanted to be working in a recording studio as a mixed engineer or a recording engineer. So at this point my band were booked in with this guy and I just texted him a few days before, just being like, yo, I've just come out of university doing this. Any chance I can come down early and help you set up, take a look at the studio, like help you set up the mics. Uh, I'll make tea and coffee or whatever. If you can like show me how you work in the studio. And then he basically just offered me an apprenticeship straight away. <laughs> so I ended up recording my band in the studio with him. And then after that, he like got me to come down and shadow him doing all the different bands that he did in the studio. So this was a good way of me 
meeting new people and building my network this way of bands coming into the studio. And then I eventually got working there doing, you know, recording and mixing myself. So I got like loads of local bands to come in and I'd make their single. And this was a good way of me getting a bit more experience because bands would come in, record with me, and then they'd play like a local album release show of the album that I'd just recorded with them. And they'd ask me to go mix them. So I'd get the experience of me going into different venues around Sheffield that I didn't actually work at, but I'd been there as a visiting engineer with that band, kind of like what it's like on touring. So like I'd get that experience there uh, and experience from like meeting other bands in the venues that I worked at. So I had experience of going like out of town with some bands that like like the way I made them sound at that venue. So they'd ask me to go and do this one-off show that they had. Maybe they were playing a festival in a different city. So I'd go with them. So I had like little bits of touring experience there, but not I'd never been on tour at this point. Uh, but then from working in the studio, like I met this band that came in one one time and recorded an album, uh, got on really well with the bass player. And yeah, we became really good friends. And then a few months later, I noticed a post from him online on Facebook uh, in a group called UK Touring Crew. And um, a few years ago, this was like quite a good place for people to put, like asking for recommendations for people to go on tour, like need a guitar tech for these dates. Anyone got any recommendations? And usually some people even put like, better if I know you and trust you already. Like that's just kind of what the industry is like. You're more likely to get work if you already have that link to that person and you've got that trust and you come recommended from someone that they trust. Uh, so yeah, he posted this. So this is a bass player of the band that I'd got on with in the studio. A few months later, he posted this saying he was a tour manager of this band. He was looking to get a front house engineer for this tour. Here are the dates, send a CV over to his email address. And I was at work at this point, so I didn't have my CV on me, uh, but I dropped him a message being like, hey, man, I'm available for these dates. Would love to get, jump on this. Uh, I'll send you a CV over later to put my application in. And he basically replied just saying like, yo, I'd rather have you on this show. I think you'd be a great fit with the band. Uh, you, you know, you'd get on with the band. You'd be really good at it. Uh, the job's yours. If you, if you want it, send over a CV and it'll recommend me to to the band to make sure we get it all approved. Uh, so I sent him a CV later that night and then the next day worked out all the details and booked in my first tour. And that was with a pop rock band called Room 94. Shout out to those guys for giving my first tour. Uh, you're all legends. But yeah, so then from this tour is then when I start like networking and branching out and meeting other people in the industry. So before the tour started, I ended up getting an email from the main support band and they wanted me to mix them as well because they didn't have space to bring their own engineer, but they wanted someone to mix the sound. So I ended up getting it approved by the headline band's manager and, and the TM because obviously I don't want to just accept that I'm working for two bands and not tell them. But yeah, that all, sorted all that out and then started working for this main support band, which were called New City Kings. And then when that first tour finished, they basically ended the tour by saying like, oh, we're going on our own headline tour in a few months do you want to come with us and do do sound on that? So I went from straight from my first tour to having another one booked in straight away. Uh, and then I spent like the next year working with those guys and doing did a bunch of like smaller headline shows as that band grew. And then they did a bunch of support shows. Uh, they even flew me out to Canada and we did like a festival over there. Uh, so that was like my first international show. Went out to Toronto and played this festival where they played a different venue every night in the city. I was out there for like five or six days. Uh, so that was like a great experience to do that. Uh, and all this time of doing this, so their tour manager, uh, he had just quit his job in the film industry 
So his first tour was my first tour, the same time together. So he was learning to TM just on the road. He just jumped straight into it. The singer of the band was his best friend. So he just came out on the road. He was driving the van, he was selling merch and he was learning how to tour manage. So I've kind of like built my career the same time that this guy has. And, you know, a few years later, it might have been like a year later, uh, this band, New City Kings, they got offered the main support slot to a band called McBusted. So if you're from the UK, you'll know there's two massive pop bands called McFly and Busted. And there's this weird point in time where they kind of joined and became McBusted. Uh, and they did like a couple of massive tours around the UK. So that arena level band, they were doing like two free nights at the O2 Arena in London and all the arenas in every city doing like two nights. New City Kings got the main support slot on this tour. So probably like just over a year after my first tour, I get asked to go on this massive arena tour doing like 20 odd dates across the UK. Uh, so that was like a great experience. Uh, learned a lot on that tour. And obviously that's great on my CV now. Boom, I've done an arena tour. But at this point, this the tour manager of the band, he gets on really well with the McFly tour manager. So they become good friends and obviously share details and probably follow each other on Facebook and stuff. But then, so this tour manager now then goes on and sets up his own production company. And because I started out with him uh, and he's always trusted me, he always rings up me first and offers me the jobs that he got because he'd rather like bring me out. He knows that he can trust me, knows that I can do the job. So any tour that he got booked in, he'd ask me if I was available. So I did quite a few like fun tours with that. Uh, It was mainly like shows in theatres. So it was like, uh, we did a tour with Sir Michael Parkinson. Uh, it was like a chat show. So it was just like a tour of doing two microphones and some video clips on stage. Uh, I also did a tour with uh, Samantha Box, who's like a West End star. So she took a band out and did like a bunch of cover songs on stage. Uh, I did a tour with like Gareth Malone. I did a tour with Grayson Perry, uh, all through this guy's company. And then a few years after this, uh, I think the McFly told me I just saw how well he was doing with this and basically offered him the McFly TM job because he was retiring uh, and he could see how well Ollie was working and, and doing. So gave him that job there as a McFly TM. And then there was a tour coming up just before the pandemic. And obviously I'd worked with Ollie throughout the years and obviously we had a good trust between us. Uh, and at this point, all I'd ever done was front house and then I'd TM the bands but I'd always be front house engineer first and then I'd learn to TM the bits around that uh, the best I could but with this tour that was coming up I'd message Ollie and just asked him if I could come out on the tour as like an assistant TM so I could kind of learn more about that that role and how it works with like a massive band in like an arena level uh, so I ended up getting getting this job like like he trusted me enough that he wanted to bring me out as his assistant and, and go on the tour. And then COVID hit and that didn't happen. And the show's got cancelled and rebooked, rescheduled, moved, uh, cancelled again, rebooked again. Uh, and by the time that they actually came around to be rebooked, it turned out that Ollie couldn't fly over because he lives in America. He works for a management company over there. So it turned out that he couldn't come over to the UK without like having to do quarantine and potentially affecting his job over in the States. So instead he recommended me to the band to just take over as a tour manager. So I ended up jumping in like headfirst. 
like being recommended by their TM. I was also recommended by the bass player because I did a tour with him uh, when McFly were on a hiatus. Dougie had like a side project band and Ollie's production company ran that tour. So I went out doing sound for that. So I got on really well with Dougie, the bass player. So he recommended me as well. So that was great. But yeah, just dived in headfirst, uh, did a few shows with the guys, got on really well with everyone. Everyone was really happy with what I was doing. And yeah, now I'm basically their full-time TM. Uh, so it's about a year and a half later now. And that all came from me knowing Ollie and how that worked from like my first tour. So that's like one of my network branches and how that got to me where I am today and one of the bands that I'm still working for. But on that path, there's loads of other branches that just go off. And like every tour that I do, I'm meeting other people on that tour, other, you know, touring people, engineers, techs, lighting designers, all these people that I'm meeting that potentially might recommend me for other jobs down the road. And that's like the majority of the way that I've got work over my career is just other people that trust me and recommended me to other bands. So yeah, shout out to everyone in this industry that I know. You're all legends. Uh, Yeah, and that's kind of how touring works for me. So hopefully that's kind of answered the question of how to get into touring with kind of how I got into touring, how it works. Uh, Yeah, like I said, I think it'd be good to bring some other like touring colleagues onto the podcast as a guest and see what their stories are and get them to answer the same question and see how theirs is different to mine. Uh, yeah, so maybe we'll do that in a few episodes time, see who I can persuade to come on. But yeah, uh, I guess we'll end this episode here. Hopefully that answers that question. Uh, remember to follow, subscribe, whatever, whatever platform you're watching or listening to this podcast on, uh, check out the YouTube channel, check out the Instagram page and yeah, I'll leave all the links in the description and stuff. And see you in the next episode. Peace.